Hello friends, God bless you, peace be with you. This is Dan. Thanks for joining us again for this summer episode of Being and Making Disciples. I'm going to have to ask that you excuse my voice. I'm a little sick right now and uh, I have the good fortune of, of sounding more like Barry White when I am sick than I normally do and so I'll take it. Uh, you might even prefer this for podcasting. So this episode is going to be about when I was too eager and too aggressive in my efforts to share the gospel with someone. And I didn't follow my own advice. I didn't go th uh, through the thresholds of discipleships with someone. I didn't first take the time to figure out where someone was on the thresholds of discipleship to understand how I should uh, best approach them and walk with them and share the gospel with them. And instead, uh, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. I thought that they were ready to to move forward with discipleship when instead they were really in a much earlier threshold. And as a result, I scared them off and never really had the opportunity to. So they were they were very close, uh, I think, to, to being willing to go deeper in their faith. But I just pushed them a little too far too quickly and asked too much of them too quickly and uh, haven't seen them since. So here's what happened. Uh, I was involved with the ministry at... Uh, one of the local churches, and this was uh, one of those events where new people or people who don't typically come into the church had an opportunity to be involved. Um, so you might think of uh, one of those things like baptism, if there's a baptismal prep class where people come in, if they're supposed to be godparents or if they're getting their baby newly baptized, and was able to talk to them about the sacrament. And uh, there were a few couples that I noticed who uh, really seemed to be sensitive to uh, kind of the, the, the the spiritual nature of what we were doing. You could tell that, that it resonated with them. They cared about it. They weren't just going through the motions. Uh, this was real to them. And so this was a multi-session presentation over over several different weeks. And so as I got to know them more, we started to, to get a little bit more comfortable with one another. And I, I thought, you know what? I think I ought to invite them to do something like a Bible study or a scripture study, something like that. And when I did that, they were initially, uh, they were like, okay, yeah, you know, that sounds kind of interesting. Um, then when I started to, to tell them more details and what it would look like, um, they said, well, you know, let me get back to you. And uh, what ended up happening is they um, they got, I think, a little scared about the commitment level. And they thought that was uh, I was asking too much. And maybe they were worried that it was going to be part of a pyramid scheme. And when I finally got in touch with them, they said, no, you know, now's not really the right time for me. I'm not saying no forever, but I'm just not interested at this time. So thanks so much. Appreciate it. So in my zeal, I thought that uh, they were farther along in those, those thresholds than they really were. Uh, or in fact, actually, I probably didn't even necessarily think they were farther along, but they didn't trust me. So to, to do a little review of the thresholds of discipleship, for people to to move along, first there needs to be trust. They need to trust you, and they need to trust trust the Lord, and they probably need to trust the the church as well. After that, they move from trust to curiosity, where they have uh, an interest in religious things, and they're a little bit more open to it. And then they move from curiosity to openness, and that's when they're they're much more willing to listen, and they might even have some answers or some questions of their own that. 
that they want to start asking and they, they actively seek out information. Uh, that moves them into seeking and that's a much more aggressive search for, for God. And they, they recognize they want, they have that desire to be in relationship with God. They're just not there yet. And then that moves finally into full-fledged discipleship. So if I had to guess, kind of looking back, I would say these people were definitely uh, in the, the curious to open stage, um, but they didn't yet have full trust with me. So they, they were there with the Lord. They had a little bit more tr uh, trust with God and with the church, but I was still new to them. And I hadn't taken the time to develop that real friendship with them. Uh, so had I done things differently, I would have just reached out. I would have prioritized friendship. And I would say that was my big, biggest mistake was um, I didn't put friendship first. When I say friendship, I just mean willing the good of the other person. And uh, that's a foundational principle to discipleship, that we have to be friends with people. We have to be willing to to share our lives with them, to share their burdens, and to allow them to come into our life a little bit and to share parts of our life with them if we expect to be real friends because that's what friends do. And I know that's hard for a lot of us because we respect our privacy and we, or we want other people to respect our privacy. We love our privacy and we love our free time and we love our hobbies and our interests. And sometimes that competes with our desire to share the gospel with people because that's there but we never find time for it because we're always doing something else. So what I should have done is just become friends with these people first, invited them over, seen how they wanted to, what, what kind of things they were interested in and see if our, our hobbies and interests overlapped enough that uh, we would just enjoy spending time together. And there can't be any duplicitousness to this. Uh, and, and I know there would not have been because I genuinely liked them. I thought they were cool people. So this is not something that's done for the sake of, of something else. It's not like we're saying, oh, I can't wait until they become my friends because then I can disciple them. Ha, ha, ha. This is something we, I think it's, we all intuit this. When, uh, when we're around other people, we recognize their goodness and we're just curious about who they are and we're very willing to, uh, to enter into friendship with them when there's that, that like normal human resonance and that was there and so I very easily could have become friends with these people because I recognized the goodness for who they were they're just cool people and there was also some commonality we both had uh, interest not only within the church but also outside the church in terms of sports and, and other activities and uh, you know teams and where we went to school and where we grew up those kind of things and so even then there was some some shared goals and values and so some of those foundational aspects of friendship were already present uh, we just hadn't spent enough time together to really move into that 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 level or that threshold of relationship. So if I could go back, I would say friendship first. Uh, rather than thinking, okay, what's the quickest and shortest route to make these people disciples? We don't do that. The Lord does that. It's the Lord who changes hearts. It's the Lord who calls people. But he calls them through us, and he'll let us know when it's time. So, you know, it was... Was it a, a little bit of a rookie mistake? Yeah, and I'm okay admitting that. But at the same time, that was how the Lord was, was teaching me so that the next time, and perhaps even with these people, I don't make that same mistake. So the steps that we should take are first, establishing authentic friendship. That just means willing the good of the other and recognizing the inherent goodness, the image of God in the other. And there's nothing wrong with that. When the Lord said, love your neighbor, I don't think that he meant uh, you can only love your neighbor if you're actively proclaiming the gospel to them at all times. Um, yeah, that's there. 
but in due season after you've been an authentic friend to people. And then after there's, there's that sense of trust and real friendship, just like friends share lots of things with their friends, especially the things that are most dear to them sometimes, uh, eventually the Lord will open a door and give you an opportunity to share how good he has been to you. And the Lord will let you know how to share the gospel with those people and see how they respond. So I hope that listening to my mistake helps you avoid a similar one in the future. Please pray for me, especially that I get better soon and know that I will keep you in my prayers and offer up some of my suffering for you. So if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, I would invite you to do so. You will get all of the the last episodes of Summer Stories. And then we've got, this is, we've got over 40 episodes now that dive into uh, ways that you can embrace the missionary call from Jesus to live as a disciple in the world. So thanks so much for your time. God bless, and we'll see you again soon.